Lecture topic, Inclining to Allah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi al-lazeen astafa. Amma ba'du fa'audu billahi minash shaytanir rajim. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. الله يجتبي إليه من يشاء ويهدي إليه من ينيب صدق الله العظيم مصطفى تلنا ما يكرم بدزن الرز بحديث شريف نبي صلى الله عليه وسلم says بجتمع قوم في بيت من بيوت الله يذكرون الله عز وجل when people gather in the house of Allah Ta'ala to remember Allah Ta'ala. And this is the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. To gather, to learn about deen, to discuss about the greatness of Allah Ta'ala, to remind one another about akhirat, to discuss that which is going to bring us closer to Allah Ta'ala, that which will make us more conscious of our purpose in life, all this is part of the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. The remembrance of Allah Ta'ala is everything that brings one closer to Allah Ta'ala. So when people gather in the houses of Allah Ta'ala and remember Allah Ta'ala, إِلَّا نَزَرَتْ عَلَيْهِمُ السَّكِينَةِ وَغَشِيَتْهُمُ الرَّحْمَةِ وَحَفَّتْهُمُ الْمَلَائِكَةِ وَذَكَرَهُمُ اللَّهُ فِي مَنْ عِنْدَهِ But this is no ordinary thing, it's an extremely great thing. Had we truly known how great this is, our hearts will burst. If a person there's one incident, Allah alam, this was just something that somebody was saying for some moral or it was a reality. See one person was just a person walking around begging one day he just, somebody gave him something, so he entered one competition. He put one thing in one competition, just one piece of paper or whatever. Probably bought something, so he put it in the competition. Now suddenly his name came out, he won one million rands. So now how to break the news to him, because this person might not be able to handle it. He's never seen thousand rands at one time in his hand. Now he's going to tell him that one million rand. So how will he be able to manage taking this, doesn't have some adverse effect on him. So they said, okay, rather send somebody professional. Professional will be able to explain to him in a very professional manner. So he decided to send one lawyer, that well, this is this person's job, he has the art of speaking. So send him. So he came to him and after some talk of, small talk, and gradually now building it up, he finally asked him that if you win one million, what you'll do? Somebody suddenly give you one million rands, what you'll do? So now he is just casual about it. He doesn't know what's going on. He couldn't even dream about it. So this person just told him like that. If you win one million, what you'll do? He said, I'll give you half. <laughs> so suddenly he heard this, he collapsed. <laughs> so hearing just little bit about dunya, person can't take it. Something just... One small little bit of dunya he heard about that he might just get it. But it became too much. It became overwhelming. If we knew one fraction of what the reality of Akhirat is, then those virtues that have been mentioned, those rewards that Allah Ta'ala has promised, then even one amal also, the entire feel of that will be very different. And there will be every effort to try and maximize whatever we can in terms of the amal of akhirat. So likewise is this hadith sharif where Rasulullah says that when people gather in the house of Allah Ta'ala in one riwayat yatluna kitab Allah bainahum, they are reciting the book of Allah Ta'ala learning and teaching it. And one riwayat yazkuroon Allah Azza wa Jal they are remembering Allah Ta'ala so all this is part of the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. So the gathering is so beloved to Allah Ta'ala because it's a gathering to remember Allah. 
So when the gathering is to remember Allah Ta'ala, Allah loves it so much, that إِلَّا نَزَلَتْ عَلَيْهِمُ السَّكِينَ That the sakina and tranquility descends upon them. وَغَشِيَتْهُمُ الرَّحْمَةِ And the rahmat of Allah Ta'ala, it covers them. وَحَفَّتْهُمُ الْمَلَائِكَةِ And the angels of Allah Ta'ala surround them. And then وَذَكَرَهُمُ اللَّهُ فِي مَنْ Allah Ta'ala mentions this gathering to those who are in by the arsh of Allah Ta'ala referring to the angels, the muqarrabeen, the very close angels of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala boasts about this gathering to those angels. Now if somebody is told that he was being mentioned somewhere in the local council, there was a meeting of the councillors, and they just spoke about him. So already that becomes such a big thing for him, he might go from person to person singing about it. And then if he just hears they spoke about him in the, the parliament somewhere, then Allah knows best what to become his condition. Whereas when he gets to know what they spoke about, there will be another story. But here Allah Ta'ala just mentioned somebody in the gathering of angels, subhanallah, and this is what Allah Ta'ala, in one explanation of the ayat of the Qur'an Sharif, Allah Ta'ala says, you remember me, I will remember you. One meaning of this, the more prominent meaning and popular meaning of this is, you remember me, فَذْكُرُونِي بِالْإِطَاعَةِ You remember me with obedience. Because the obedience of Allah Ta'ala is the essence of zikr. And to the extent the person is obedient to Allah Ta'ala, he is remembering Allah Ta'ala. And if he is engaged in some verbal remembrance, he is reciting Astaghfirullah, he is reciting Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, La ilaha illallah, so Alhamdulillah, that's very great. But if at that time he is engaged in some haram, his tongue is engaged in zikr, but his eyes are looking at woman around, his eyes are looking at evil and sin, then this person is at that moment far away from the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. Though his tongue at that time is engaged in some recitation. Because at that time he is engaged in the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala. So the essence of obedience is فَسْكُرُونِي بِالْإِطَاعَةِ You remember me with my obedience. Allah Ta'ala says أَذْكُرْكُمْ أَيْ inaya. I will remember you by showering my favors upon you. And among this is also the meaning, you remember me, obviously a person remember Allah Ta'ala as in the Hadith Sharif, that man zakarani fi nafsihi, zakartuhu fi nafsi. Man zakarani fi mala'in, the one who remembers me in a gathering, I remember him in a better gathering, the gathering of the malaika. So, wherever the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala is taking place, this is no ordinary thing. Whether that remembrance is in the form of some zikr that is taking place, whether it's in the form of some talk of deen, some learning and teaching taking place, all this is part of the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. And Allah Ta'ala loves this so much, that all these bounties Allah Ta'ala then showers, that sukoon and tranquility descends on the heart. This is a jannat of this insan on earth. Obviously the jannat to come is the one who fears standing in front of Allah Ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah. And obviously fearing standing in front of Allah Ta'ala meaning the accountability. As a result of this, he restrains himself. He restrains himself from what Allah Ta'ala has forbidden. Allah promises him two jannats. So explanation of this two jannats is the one Jannat is already in dunya. Fit dunya ma'al huzuri ma'al mawla. That his heart becomes attached to Allah Ta'ala. That is already a Jannat for him on earth. Because when his heart becomes attached to Allah Ta'ala, then that heart is in tranquility. Despite whatever challenges are around. As insan he'll feel it. He's also insan. But his heart will be tranquil. His heart won't be overwhelmed. 
So in any case, this was just on the note that the gatherings of deen should never be just regarded as one of those things. The gatherings of deen, these are extremely great bounties of Allah Ta'ala. And it is this that becomes a means of enlivening the hearts. When people gather for the sake of Allah Ta'ala, and now this Sakina descends, this Rahma enshrouds them, the Malaika surround them. So in the company of the Malaika, the hearts get enlivened. It is mentioned in the Hadith Sharif that Rasulullah Wasallam, his generosity was beyond everybody. Nobody could come any fraction close to the generosity of Rasulullah Wasallam. His generosity was such that he gave when he had and he even gave when he didn't have. He gave when he had and whatever he had, he gave also. And when he didn't have, he gave also. Sometimes people came and asked for something. And Bishra said, look, I don't have anything to give you. You borrow it from so and so. And tell him when I get the money, I will pay him. Borrow it on my name. Now that level of generosity, which nobody could come anywhere close to. Over and above this is mentioned in the Hadith Sharif that in the month of Ramadan, Jibreel would come and he would engage in the revision of the Quran Sharif. He would recite to Rasulullah sallallahu and Nabi Islam would recite to him. And every year this door used to take place. And the last Ramadan of Rasulullah sallallahu this took place twice. Nabi Islam mentioned it. I think my time has come. Because on this occasion, this Ramadan, Nabi Salam, he revised the Quran Sharif twice with me. Meaning two complete recitations were shared between them. Now on this it is mentioned in the Hadith Sharif that when Jibreel Salam would come and he would meet with Rasulullah Wasallam, the effect of this would be Kana Ajwada Minarrihil Mursala the effect of this would be that that generosity of Rasulullah which was far beyond everybody's generosity put together that too would be greatly boosted. Now on this the Muhaddisin mentioned a point that now this was in coming in contact with the greatest angel of Allah Ta'ala Nabi Wasallam himself was greater than the angel. The angel of Allah Ta'ala being the greatest of angels of Allah Ta'ala, he could not step one step beyond a certain point where Nabi Islam went beyond. At the time of Mi'raj. This is beyond my space. This is only for you. But being for that while in that context, this too had an impact in increasing some fervor. So this, on this the Muhaddisin write a point that لِقَاوْ أَهْلِ الْخَيْرِ عِمَارَةُ الْقُلُوبِ لِقَاوْ أَهْلِ الْخَيْرِ عِمَارَةُ الْقُلُوبِ That meeting and being in the company of righteous people, this enlivens the heart. Now when a person is, one is, a very important part in all this is to always seek righteous company. Always those who are a means of taking us in the right direction, we seek company of that nature all the time. Those who in their company we are being invited to the masjid, invited to becoming part of the efforts of deen. In their company we become more conscious about now, I need to now be a little bit more careful about what I do, what I don't do. Why? I mustn't do anything wrong. That is a very great thing that, that in somebody's company, we are becoming more careful, I mustn't commit any haram, any sin. That is bringing us closer to Allah Ta'ala. That's the company to keep. And if in somebody's company we become more lax, things that we wouldn't normally do, the kind of language we don't normally use in the presence of our parents, for example, our families, or even just in general public, people we are not very familiar with, but we won't talk in that manner, we won't behave in that manner, now we are separately in the company of some people, we become very lax, we start talking a different language. 
it's like as if a completely different person now has come about. You start behaving in a completely different way, very, very unconcerned about what we're doing, how we're conducting ourselves. Now suddenly the company changed and all our inhibitions dropped. So that company is not conducive for us. That company is taking us away from Allah Ta'ala. And the company, the company will either make one or break one. A person wants to head to the south coast and he's jumping in a vehicle that is going once in a million. But the rule is not karamat. The rule is if a person wants to go to the south coast, he must go in a vehicle that's going to the south. And otherwise he's going to end up in the north. So now likewise, whether it's human company, whether it's device company, whether it is anything, that book that he's reading. So if that company is going in the opposite direction, he's never going to reach his destination. He's going to end up in the opposite direction. Ichtiba. This is the jazb. Allah Ta'ala attracts and draws towards him who he wishes. And Allah Ta'ala is the creator of all the means. Allah Ta'ala will create whatever means he wants and without any means. Allah will put in somebody's heart. That is what Allah Ta'ala's prerogative. But then somebody feels that now, but what about me? Allah Ta'ala hasn't left anybody in the lurch. Allah Ta'ala guides the one who inclines towards Allah Ta'ala. He has this inclination. He has this desire to get closer to Allah Ta'ala. And obviously this desire now doesn't just get left as a desire in the heart. It then gets moved into action. The first part is Allah draws unto him who he wishes. And Allah Ta'ala creates the means for this. And sometimes in such an ajeeb manner that it is beyond imagination that this could have become the path to a person's hidayat. But Allah Ta'ala makes it. So Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu ta'ala sets out of his house and the intention is beyond bringing onto the tongue. That he had such an intention, such an objective at that time that he set out of his house for a purpose that the tongue shudders to even describe that he wanted to assassinate Rasulullah sallallahu Now what a purpose he left with. But this became the means of something. That he ended up in his sister's house because now whatever he was told on the way and then he sees the script of the Quran Sharif and now that as soon as his eyes fall on it and he recites it it just goes deep down into his heart. One moment he had come with this objective and in a moment his heart has turned. He's come with such an objective which is beyond what other people were trying and the evil that they were plotting and whatever else. So way beyond that. But he came at a point where Allah Ta'ala turned his heart in one moment. Just in one moment. Allahu yajtabi ilayhi mayyasha. Allah Ta'ala draws unto him who he wishes. Now, this was the effect of the dua of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah Ta'ala now made this means available for him. That you will, the means got created for him to have the opportunity to get into that contact with that ayat of the Quran Sharif. The lesson in this is that whenever there is some opportunity to benefit in some way from deen, from some deeni nasihat, from some kitab, from some talk, from some talim. And wherever it's possible to be part of it, we don't shirk from it out of laziness. Allah knows best, our hidayah could have been placed in that. We have no idea. person can't make it, he's something beyond him, understood. But just merely out of laziness. Just, opportunity was there, but let it be now, we'll see some other time. 
And the time will come, inshallah. But this particular time could have been special for us. In the Hadith Sharif, it is mentioned, إِنَّ لِلَّهِ تَعَالَى نَفَحَاتٌ فِي الْأَرْضِ فَتَعَرَّدُوا لَهَا That there are moments of the special rahmat of Allah Ta'ala descending on earth. The rays of rahmat that suddenly come about, which are often described as the moments of acceptance, is a special rays of rahmat. Abhi Ustazun says, present yourself for it. Meaning, be there to take it. When it comes, when it goes, we won't know. But it will be that moment. And if a person at that moment was there, meaning he was engaged in remembering Allah Ta'ala, engaged in some righteous deed, engaged in some learning and teaching of deen, some nasihat, at that moment in some ibadat, that becomes a moment of acceptance. Because he was engaged in something that was bringing him closer to Allah Ta'ala. Nabi Sallallahu be ready for it. It comes anytime. It will come without any announcement. But a person, so this is also an extremely important lesson that if a person all the time keeps in what is pleasing to Allah Ta'ala and he keeps himself doing things with the right intentions, even if it is a simple day-to-day mundane activity, but he's doing it with the correct intention, in that moment of acceptance, that will get accepted. We've discussed many times about the incident Khaji Azizul Hassan Madzub who after Sheikh he became the though he wasn't a formal alim but great ulama and mashayikh of the time turned to him so he is now sitting with all the very great personalities around him Hazrat Mufti Shafi Sahib and various others and now he starts talking some light hearted things and then saying things which were such humorous things he became very serious suddenly and he said, okay, please tell me something. In this time, these few minutes that we were laughing and joking, obviously this laughing and joking was well within the limits of Shariat and Deen. In this time that we were laughing and joking, Alhamdulillah, in all this time, my heart wasn't neglectful of the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala for one moment. Now how, how can this be possible? If a person is talking some light-hearted things, is joking with his friends, and uh, in that time he still becomes neglectful. Dunya ke majhgalo me bhi ba khuda rahe, sab ke saath reh ke bhi sab se juda rahe. The condition of the Ahlullah is described in this couplet, that despite being with everybody, and despite being sometimes in all the day-to-day things and day-to-day activities, and sometimes involved in some light-heartedness and whatever else it might be, Dunya ke majhgalo me bhi ba khuda rahe. They still remain conscious of Allah Ta'ala. And despite being with everyone, they still remain away. Meaning physically with everyone, but their hearts with Allah Ta'ala. So now in that moment, one is the intention that this little bit of light-heartedness, making people happy just to now, make them feel a little bit lighter, bring some happiness to the heart, this too is sunnat. Provided it is within the limits of Shariat. And this too is like salt in the food. You need some salt in the food. But now salt in the food has its proportion. Person goes and puts one whole cup of salt in one pot of food. Salt in the food has its proportion. But without it, it becomes tasteless. So now he made the niyat. Nabi Islam also sometimes had some light-heartedness with the Sahaba Ikram. So in emulation of that now, this little bit of light-heartedness. Already that made it a means of zikr for that person. So this has to become part of our every aspect of life. That to become conscious, how did Nabi Islam do this? I must do it with that intention in mind that I want to do it in emulation of his Mubarak way. In emulation of his Sunnah. Then that eating, that drinking, that sleeping, that laughing and joking within the limits of Sharia. And to the extent that where Rasulullah says that the person fulfilling his carnal desires in a halal manner, that too becomes an ibadat. Because had he done something haram, he would have been punished. So now engaging in that aspect of life as well, in a halal manner, Allah Ta'ala rewards him on that too. So now this is the ease of deen. 
deal is so simple, so easy. It's a matter of just focusing ourselves correctly, turning to Allah Ta'ala, and following the Mubarak way that Nabi Islam has taught us, learning about the Mubarak Sunnah, and all these simple things, it's just a matter of how we do it, just change the manner, in the haphazard manner we're going about it, we do it in the correct way, in the Sunnah manner. And it becomes ibadat. So this is a very, very simple prescription that we have. There's nothing difficult, nothing very strenuous on anything. It's just a matter of just becoming conscious of Allah wa Ta'ala, fulfilling Allah Ta'ala's commands, our five daily salah, the other ahkam of deen, whatever Allah has commanded. Simple things. Daily salah, the entire day Allah Ta'ala gave us only five salah. Sleep the whole night, but to start the day remembering our Rabb. Allah Ta'ala blessed us with the whole night of sleep. So now we start off the day in a new life, enable us to wake up again. So we start off by remembering Allah Ta'ala by fulfilling the Fajr Salah. That is the shukr that we are bound to give to Allah Ta'ala. Can we imagine what a thing it is? We give somebody some favors upon favors, but he's not prepared to even just express any gratitude. Whereas whatever favors we do for the person is all one drop in the ocean. Not even a drop. Allah Ta'ala blesses us with countless favors every moment. So this is the start of the day. But now we turn to Allah Ta'ala and express our gratitude by the Fajr Salah. And then now, the Salah has been spaced out in such a way that it keeps this, this insan and this mu'min conscious of what is his purpose on earth. That you start the day remembering Allah Ta'ala. And now Allah Ta'ala could have given us the command that you start off the day, just perform all five salah together and you're done for the day. Allah Ta'ala says, no, no, no. This is done in a specific time. Once the sun rises, then the time of Fajr is over. It must be done before that. And Zohar time won't come until it's past Zawal. So in between you try to make your Zohar, it's not going to be accepted. You have to wait. So now you get busy in your whole day's work. But right in the middle of all that busy time, you stop dead. That no matter what I am doing, but the call of my Rabb is above everything. So I stop everything. And first turn to fulfill Allah Ta'ala's command. So now this is part of that first Kuruni Azkurukum. You remember me, Bil Ita. Fajr time is Fajr. So now give up that sleep. Because that sleep came from Allah Ta'ala's side. So now give it up for Allah Ta'ala. We are already in the Mubarak days of Hajj, and then we are approaching the days of Qurbani, because once the month of Shawwal commences, it's already the days of Hajj, which culminates in the actual performance of Hajj, and the days of Qurbani, all about slaughtering, people already now start talking about, mashallah, and this is an important thing to already start talking about, start talking about Qurbani that's coming, and start mentally preparing for it, whatever other preparations are required for it. Because all this is part of a mu'min. He's always, he's engaged in some thinking of ibadat. So now that qurbani, mashallah, will start preparing in advance, we'll start selecting some animals somewhere, we'll start saving up if we don't have enough yet. All this, mashallah, is excellent, but the lesson in all this, there's a sacrifice to be made, a slaughter. So from now we start learning to slaughter our sleep at the time of fajr. This is also that slaughter. That slaughter is meant to teach us. That is compulsory on the person. Wajib on the person who has that amount of wealth that makes it wajib upon him. But the lesson that comes about out of this is to be ready to put the knife on anything that Allah Ta'ala is displeased with. And at the time of Fajr, the knife on that sleep. On the time of Zuhr, the knife of whatever comes in our way between Salah, Us and Salah. Allah said, no, you stop now. You don't do anything now. Now you come to my house and fulfill my command. And then now a person goes back. No problem. Go back and do what you have to do to earn a living, a halal living. But then as things become even more intense sometimes, even more busy at that latter part of the day, now you stop again that you're not created for this. This is your need. You have been created for our remembrance, Allah is saying to us. So you stop dead now and you come back to the house of Allah Ta'ala. Now this is a shorter gap. 
between Fajr and Zohar was a longer gap. But now you, the day has passed much more, you spend so much more time in dunya already, so now you come quicker again. The whole night was a long gap because you were fast asleep also. So you didn't have so much of engagement in dunya. So now you wake up, have your full sleep, wake up and wake, but make your Fajr. Now you came for Zohar, now a quicker time, come back. And then I barely performed the Asar Salah. Now just wrapping up, wrap up what you have to wrap up, but you come back again. Because now you need to become even more conscious that this whole day, Allah Ta'ala must become pleased. It's not for dunya. Dunya was just the, the need. The object is to get to Allah Ta'ala. And then now it's sometimes summer, and it's a long day, the person is tired and exhausted, but wait, because more than your sleep is the command of Allah Ta'ala. So when Allah Ta'ala commands, He'll put the knife on that sleep, Allah Ta'ala commands, He'll hold back that sleep, and wait for the Isha Salah. Now this is giving us just that five daily Salah itself, keeps reminding us of our entire purpose in life. وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ Allah Ta'ala has created us to recognize Him, to worship Him. Everything else is a help to us to fulfill what is our obligation to Allah Ta'ala. So these are the times that we have been blessed with, these Mubarak days and nights that are now heading towards Zul Hijjah, etc. We're not far off from that. But we are fresh from the Mubarak month of Ramadan till the whole lesson that we got in the month of Ramadan, the lesson of Taqwa, this has to be now maintained and enhanced. As we get closer to the Mubarak month of Ramadan, uh, Zul Hijjah, our minds already attuned to that great time, very great month. According to some Muhaddithin, those first 10 days of Zul Hijjah have a greater virtue than even the nights of Ramadan. So that's a very great time that's coming. So now to be mentally prepared for that. And every day of ours should bring us closer to Allah Ta'ala. So first, Quruni Azkurkum. So this, this ayat of the Quran Shari that we are discussing, Allah Ta'ala draws towards him who he wishes. But Allah Ta'ala has placed a system on earth as well. Allah Ta'ala guides to himself those who incline for that, for that guidance. They have that desire. They have that need in their hearts. And they now make some efforts in that direction. So Allah Ta'ala opens up the pathways of Hidayah for them. Allah Ta'ala brings them closer. So this is the effort that we have to keep making. Keep ourselves in the gatherings of Deen. Keep ourselves as much as possible in the house of Allah Ta'ala. Every Salah we try to be performing every Salah with Jama'ah in the Masjid. The one who becomes very accustomed to the masjid and he becomes very much comfortable with the masjid Allah Ta'ala makes him very close to himself so this is the daily five times a day at least we have to be in the house of Allah Ta'ala performing our five daily salah with jama'ah and then together with that remember Allah Ta'ala we start becoming more conscious together with the general obedience, the verbal zikr of Allah Ta'ala. We start making ourselves very, very conscious of the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. One is in a dedicated manner daily. Some time should be spent remembering Allah Ta'ala daily. How many things we do and how many things we read and how many things we listen to, things which are futile, don't help us in any way. And Allah forbid if it is haram, then that is unspeakable. But futile things, how much of it, how much of time do we spend Remembering Allah Ta'ala in a dedicated manner. At least some time, 5 minutes, 10 minutes. And then over and above that, so in that time, 100 times istighfar minimum, 100 times durood sharif, the third kalima, at least subhanallah wa bihamdihi, and some tilawat of the Quran sharif. This is the bare minimum. And over and above that, throughout the day, we keep reciting every now and again, something on our tongue, subhanallah, alhamdulillah, la ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar. Durud Sharif, Istighfar. So all this will enliven the heart. And when the heart becomes enlivened, when the heart is alive, it will drive everything in the right direction. The heart is dead, very difficult. Allah Ta'ala give me and all of us a tawfiq. Allah Ta'ala fill our hearts with His muhabbat, fill our hearts with His remembrance, keep us forever getting closer to Him at all times. 
Allah Ta'ala enable us to be all the time in His obedience and keep us far away from everything that is displeasing to Him. Just make zikr for a few minutes and then make dua inshallah. Recite hundred times La ilaha illallah when saying La ilaha to bring to heart and mind that all the ghayrullah, whatever is a distraction for us, whatever becomes an obstacle in getting closer to Allah Ta'ala, all the haram, illicit things, all the evils and vices, all this has been taken out of the heart and thrown out. So some dirt and filth has all come out of the heart and then illallah there's a nur and a light that is descending into the heart, which is the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala, which is enlivening the heart, which is brightening the heart. So with this in mind, inshallah we'll make the zikr. Allah Ta'ala give us that nur and that light of hidayat in our hearts, inshallah. La ilaha illallah محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا ربي صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهل لا إله إلا الله 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 محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم دل میں راہ تو ہی تو آئے نظر دیکھو جدر اور میرے تن میں بجائے آبوگل درد دل ہو درد دل ہو درد دل نفسا اب تو رہے بس تادم آخر ورد زبائے میرے انہا لا انہا اللہ لا انہا اللہ لا إله إلا الله 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 لا إله 
انت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها وزكها انت خير من زكاها انت وليها ومولاها اللهم اهدنا لاحسن الاخلاق لا يهدي لاحسنها الا انت واصرف عنا سيئها لا يصرف عنا سيئها الا انت اله العالمين يا الله اوس مرسيفول موس كريشيس موس كايد موس لافينغ الله اله العالمين يا الله فوجيف اس يا الله فوجيف اول او ميجر ماينس ان جي الله فوجيف اور فاميليز يا الله فوجيف اور فرندز اند ريليتيفز يا الله فوجيف ذا انتاير امه اوف رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم اله العالمين يا الله غايد اس تو يور بليجر يا الله الله سيف اس من ايفريثينغ ذات از ديسبليزينغ تو يو يا الله اله العالمين يا الله Allah, you enable us to do all that which you are pleased with, Ya Allah. Enable us to, Ya Allah, fulfill our five-time salah with jama'ah, Ya Allah. Grant us khushu and khudu in our salah, Ya Allah. Enable us to perform such a salah with which you are pleased with, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, attach our hearts to the masjid, Ya Allah. Make our hearts feel totally at home in the masjid, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, make us feel like fish in water in the masjid, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, fill our hearts with the anwarat and barakat that descend in the masjid, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you disincline our hearts from all places of vice and sin, ya Allah. From all evil and, ya Allah, things that you are displeased with, ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, ya Allah. Ya Allah, enable us to recite the Qur'an Sharif daily, ya Allah. Enable us to be forever in your remembrance, ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from ghaflat, ya Allah. Save us from ghaflat, ya Allah. Save us from ghaflat, ya Allah. Make our hearts among the zakirin, ya Allah. Make us among the zakirin, ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, save us from being among the ghafilin, ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, ya Allah, purify our hearts from all the vices and evil, ya Allah. Remove the pride, the jealousy, the malice, the envy, ya Allah. Remove the love of dunya, the love of the ego, ya Allah. Full our hearts with your muhammad, ya Allah. Full our hearts with the love of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. With the love of his mubarak sunnah, ya Allah. Enable us to live his mubarak sunnah, ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, save us from the ways of the Yahud and Nasara, ya Allah. Allah, throughout the world, ya Allah, wherever the Muslims are in any suffering and hardship, remove it with afiyat, ya Allah. Ya Allah, blow the winds of Hidayat, Ya Allah. Blow the winds of Hidayat, Ya Allah. Blow the winds of Hidayat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, the Ummah has strayed far away from the Mubarak way of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, we've gone headlong into the ways of the Yahud and Nasara. Ya Allah, we've forgotten the Mubarak way of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We have not appreciated his sacrifices. We didn't appreciate his cry and the pain that he undertook. Ilahu al-Alamin, forgive us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, bring us back onto his Mubarak way of life, Ya Allah. Allah, you blow the winds of Hidayat throughout the earth, Ya Allah. Allah, those are without Iman, give them Iman, Ya Allah. Allah, those are with Iman and gone far away from Deen, bring them back onto Deen, Ya Allah. Allah, bring us all back on total Sirat-e-Mustaqeem, Ya Allah. Keep us on Sirat-e-Mustaqeem, Ya Allah. Take us on the day, at the time of our death on Sirat-e-Mustaqeem, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-Alameen, Ya Allah. Take us on Iman-e-Kamil, Ya Allah. Take us on Tawbat al-Nasuh, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, take us at the time we are pleased with us and we are pleased with you, Ya Allah. Make our covers gardens of Jannah for us, Ya Allah. Grant us the shafaat of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah, give us jannatul firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. All those in any kind of difficulty and hardship, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Allah, those who are sick, give them shifai kamila, ajila, mustamirra, daima. Allah, remove every trace of their ailments, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. All those who have passed away, make their complete maghfirat, Ya Allah. Raise their stages in the akhirat, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. Those who are in financial difficulties, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Grant barakat in each one's risk, Ya Allah. Allah, grant us halal and tayyib risk, Ya Allah. Save us from every drop and grain of haram and doubtful things, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, all those who have asked us to make dua for them, all who have raised their hands to this dua. Ilahu al-alameen, fulfill each one's jayz needs, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Grant each one the best of dunya and akhirat, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alameen, Ya Allah. Make us all yours, Ya Allah. You become ours, Ya Allah. Save us from the traps of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, unite the hearts of spouses, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of parents and children, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of families, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of communities, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of the ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahu al-alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, you keep us steadfast on deen, Ya Allah. Grant us istiqamat on deen, Ya Allah. Save us from all the fitna and fasad, Ya Allah. Save us from the fitna and fasad, Ya Allah. Save us from the traps of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Allah, don't leave us to ourselves, Ya Allah. Allah, we are too weak, Ya Allah. Allah, don't leave us to ourselves for the blink of an eye, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. Allah, you protect us in every regard, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. You protect our families, Ya Allah. Protect our progenies till qiyamati, Ya Allah. Allah, keep one and all steadfast on iman, Ya Allah. 
Ilahul Alameen Allah. Allah, all the good that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam begged for, Allah, we also begging for all that good, Ya Allah. Whatever Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sought refuge from, Allah, grant us refuge as well, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحابه معين الحمد لله